0: From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Pam Pibus, Ashy Certified Inspector and Inspect It Like a Girl, and Licensed Contractor Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Now, many DIY projects start with a spark or an idea on making your home better and more efficient, or after a weekend of binge-watching those 30-minute DIY makeover shows, so not fair. But no matter where your inspiration comes from fix it 101 is here to help you can join the conversation with us this morning by calling 877 mpb ring that's 877-672-7464 or send an email to fix it 101 at mpbonline.org how are you guys this morning well, <laughs>
1: it's a little chilly. Yeah, I know. It's a little chilly. W- hey, Jeff, I woke up this weekend down at the pond and I didn't have any water.
2: Uh oh. It froze, didn't it? It froze. Yes. Really? <laughs> you, you know, that, that was funny. We, we were on the boat this weekend and I got a phone call from a house that that, that we built. And um, the gentleman said, We have cold water, but we don't have any hot water. Row, roll, roll. And I said, Well, it, it froze. And he uh, said, it froze in the attic? And I said, well, yes, because, you know, it got down to 22. Right. Uh, we don't heat our attics here. Right. So, you know, it's something to think about. If you can let a little hot air in that attic when it's 22 degrees, it's
0: it's probably wise to do that. Interesting. You know, I remember you saying that a couple of weeks ago. Hey, open the door to your attic mm-hmm. and let the air in there. And I thought, that sounds really... Inefficient. Just, I
2: mean, I just, well, yeah. it it
0: no, it is.
2: Uh-huh. It's cheaper
1: than water damage. It's, it's, it's cheaper than a, yeah.
2: than a thirty thousand dollar water claim.
1: That's right. true. Or now, drip your lines now.
2: Right, right. Or drip your lines now. If your pull down is in your garage, then obviously that's not going. to That's
1: work. not going to help mm-hmm. pulling that down. Uh, but
2: you could always you know put a little heater up there you know be careful
0: now you know oh goodness gracious heaters! i know i should have gonna said drip that my line. it's <laughs> <And> so weird <laughs> <or laughs> just drip the line I'll just
1: drip the line you know
0: it's weird if you go if you go to you know any major box store and, and it doesn't really matter what kind they have a row of these heaters and it's amazing every week we every week we watch the news and we hear about one of these heaters Oh, yeah. It's, it's amazing. Burn the house down. I, I can't imagine. And I'm thinking, uh, you know, because we have heaters. We keep heaters here at work. No, we don't, officially. Um, <laughs> we have heaters at home, you know, little, little space heaters at mm-hmm. home for different areas. And I think, are these the same ones that burn down those houses? <laughs> it just it, it blows my mind all the time.
1: Well, you, you know, it usually boils down to user error. Well, so I want let, that heater way over there where there's no outlet.
2: <laughs> the heater, this, this is, a, this is a, 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 a misconception. Okay. The gun didn't actually kill anybody. The heater didn't burn anything down. Oh, the the wiring. The person behind the gun did the killing. Right. Right. The heater... Was 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 human error? Some somebody put the heater too close to the
1: curtain, too,
0: right. You
2: know, too close to something. I plugged it into something.
1: three extension cords. Exactly,
0: yeah, extension exactly. cords, so, heaters and extension cords. Never, ever, 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 ever. No,
1: and you know, know, for those of us here in the South, we we're not used to it being this cold. <laughs> right, right.
2: Well, we don't we don't build our houses for for this uh, type for, of cold. you know twenty degree. Uh, weather, Mm-mm.
1: Yeah. no, no. We build our of,
0: homes to cool, not yeah, to heat. Yeah, that's right. you know? yeah. And we want right. to
1: get it. We want to get it cool. And one right. of the things that I talk to my clients about this all the time is this we've, we're building with this awesome product called PEX. Yep. P E X. Yes. And it's. Uh,
0: it's a. Uh, by the way, in what she's talking about is plumbing. plumbing yeah, pipes. it's a
1: plumbing line, right. and it's flexible, and it's awesome. So it can. The good news about this product is that it won't break, but it will freeze and expand. But the problem that you run into, and I was actually talking to a client the other day about this. it The PEX is put together with these little joints.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and the joint... Does not expand.
0: No, it's a little piece of brass. Typically, I think.
1: Right. Yeah. If you're if you're taking an elbow or something like that, so the misconception about oh you got pecs you'll be fine. No. No. Right. No. I mean, yeah. That
0: there's a little. It's like a little strap of of brass about. I don't know three eighths. Yeah, line I mean it's that, it's not that, big. That straps the uh, the PEX to its uh, little T joints and stuff. Different right. things that. And it's if gonna it connect
1: freezes to. at that joint, yeah, now you got a problem. Yeah. So and and what we don't do here is and because of our climate is we don't insulate those PEX lines in the attic, but we can get away with that because of our climate. Right. But then you got problems whenever it starts to freeze
0: getting down to 20 yeah.
1: so drip your lines right. fine and let me talk about that for just a second Jeff help me with this I think it's best to drip the lines on the exterior walls like your interior walls are not going to be that big of a deal but if you've got a sink on an outside yeah. wall then go to that sink and drip the hot water right. on that line because that's, those exterior walls are the ones that are most susceptible and then of course your attic that's right
0: that's right yeah um, I came across a little bit of news this week that I thought that was interesting. And uh, for a few years, I lived in Virginia. And when I was there, there was not a home uh, there because it was so hilly. There's not a home that didn't have a basement. Right. Everybody had basements. And something that was a much bigger deal there at the time Uh, Came up in a memo yesterday from the uh, Mississippi State Department of Health. When I was in Virginia, because you had basements everywhere, man, radon was a thing. Mm -hmm.
3: Um,
0: But that was, you know, that was up there. This, uh, you know, I don't know how common this is in Mississippi, but I did want to say that a thing is available from Mississippi State Department of Health. Uh, Free radon test kits are available while supplies last. Um, from the mississippi state department of health radon program is partnering with the mississippi public library system next week that means you know this coming week to offer free radon home tests as part of the radon action month uh, it says radon is an odorless colorless gas and is second leading cause of lung cancer nationwide um, the test kits are going to be available while supplies last in northern Mississippi at the Starkville-Octibaha Public, uh, Public Library in Starkville, at the Elizabeth Jones Public Library in Grenada, in uh, central Mississippi at the Fannie Lou Hamer Public Library in Jackson, in the Madison County Libraries in Ridgeland, Madison, and Canton, and in southern Mississippi at the West Biloxi Library in Biloxi. There you go. If you want one of those free radon kits.
1: Well, let me talk about that for just a second. Mm -hmm. You know the history of radon, the reason we started figuring out that this was a bad gas, was out in the Midwest, they started having a very high level of lung cancer in women. Mm -hmm. And what they found out was that these women were married to farmers, and the farmers were out in the field all day, and the women were at home. So they were exposed to the radon because they were in the house all the time.
0: Interesting. okay.
1: So that's really some of the history, I'm sure there's more to it. That's a very simplified version of that. Well, now,
0: radon is um, it, it is, is its natural source is uranium, right. So it's not going to be good.
1: It emanates from the ground, and then we encapsulate houses, and the gas is trapped. Right. And so the way they remediate that is they literally cut a hole through the center of the house, mm-hmm. put a pipe in from the be- either beneath the slab or in the crawl space and that with a fan mm-hmm. and it lit- literally sucks the gas out and then throws it out the top of the house. Interesting. Yeah, it's a it's a real interesting process. My knowledge base as far as radon in the state of Mississippi uh-huh. is that there is a band of I guess maybe uranium or whatever that runs from Hattiesburg over to Meridian and up towards the northern part of the state. So check me on that. Uh, Our listeners could check on that. But those are the areas where they have seem to have found it. I don't know. Because we have this wonderful product called Yazoo Clay. Mm
0: -hmm. Right. Well, that's what I was saying. Nothing gets
1: through Yazoo
0: Clay. (laughs) Basements aren't as prevalent in Mississippi. Well, it can be
1: under a slab. Yeah. I mean, it's the same same kind of deal. That gas can be there. But it it can't get through the Yazoo Clay.
0: Right. Okay. (laughs) So, so, so you're safe on the uh, so you're safe on the radon, but but your house may break. Yeah, your but table. your foundation right. screwed. Right. Okay. <laughs> All right, uh, you know what? Let's go ahead and uh, do our first break here, John. It's time for a t- uh, our first break. Uh, we want to hear from you. What's happening at your home? Also, when we return, we're going to share with you uh, a way you should never wash your bath mats. Why you should never do that in your washing machine. We'll talk about that when we come back. I'm interested in that. Here we go.
1: Hello, I'm Dr. Nancy Lotridge-Anderson, president of New Perspectives, a fee-only financial advising firm and co-host of Money Talks. For over 10 years, Money Talks has been answering your personal financial questions and sharing knowledge about money management. Money Talks can be heard Tuesdays at 9 a.m. on MPB Think Radio. Podcasts can be found on our website, money.mpbonline.org, or on your smart device's podcasting platform.
0: Hey, you're listening to Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with Pam Pibus, ASHE Certified Inspector at Inspect It Like a Girl, and Licensed Contractor Jeff Simmons from HouseWorks. You can join the conversation this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Now, we went into the break with a cliffhanger. Did you guys hear that?
1: Yeah, I need to know about my bath
0: mat. That's right. Yeah, this this was a really crazy article I came across the other day. And, and it just, you know, as I'm looking around at stuff, maybe for the show or whatever, every once in a while I'll come across something that just feels like it has a lot of value uh, for our listeners. But, okay, so an article was written in uh, – I saw this in the Family Handyman. Which is a website online. They've helped us out on this show a lot. It's a, it's a good website. We've actually been in their top 10 podcasts before. Um, however, Scott the Fix-It Guy was the writer of this article. And why shouldn't I put my bathroom mat in, in the washer? He says uh, there's two reasons. Number one, it can ruin the drain motor. Ruin it. Bathroom mats often have the rubbery backing. Mm -hmm. It disintegrates in the wash cycle. The small rubber pieces then block the drain pump by clogging its motor and drain line. Often the drain motor needs to be replaced. This repair averages 240 for parts and labor. Even bathroom mats without a rubber backing can affect that drain motor. Long fibers in some mats break off during the wash cycle and clog the drain. Number two, it can ruin the spin basket bearing. And this is the one that gets all of us. And when I, when I explain this one, this is going to get everybody, okay? The rear bearing that supports the spin basket takes the brunt of the damage from a heavy bathroom mat. You know, think about what a bathroom mat is designed to do. Uh, absorb water. water. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. Okay, the great centripetal force generated by the spin cycle, when the bearing fails... The fix can cost 500 bucks. There's also a spider bracket that holds up the spin bracket, which often breaks due to the increased weight. The spider bracket repair is also around 500 bucks. So how should you clean your bathroom mats? Um, uh, This guy suggests that you uh, take them to a coin laundry. The powerful, robust machines uh, wash heavy items without being taxed. Whereas your machine, if you do it, it says if you plan on washing heavy items, that you, may, you must be prepared to buy a new washer up to every two or three years. And he said, here are the items that are too bulky or too heavy for at-home washing machines, just regular consumer brand washing machines like we buy.
1: Oh, wait a minute. Let me guess. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead.
0: Because you, hey, just play the hits, listen, you know them. Listen, I, I've got a better way to wash the uh, bath mat too. Okay, okay. Hang on, hang so, on. Before you get into the pressure look, the washing, the things, you shouldn't,
1: right. washing things oh, yeah. you shouldn't put in your washing machine. Things uh, you shouldn't
0: put in your washing machine.
1: Your bed cover. Yeah.
0: Number one, comforter. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Comfort. It's
0: just it's just too big and bulky. Right. Yeah. Number two, sleeping bags.
1: Yeah. I number agree with three.
0: That. Yeah. Number three. and This hurt my soul. Dog beds. Dog beds. Uh, They just absorb too much. They're too big. And uh, drapes, uh, for those of you that have those, uh, weighted blankets, which became really popular a while back. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people getting weighted blankets, do not put that in your washing machine. Uh, And of course, as it says, rugs. But uh, one that I know that my home has been guilty of for many years is that comforter. Sure. We, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. And and but they say you really should take it to one of the one of the one of the quarter laundries kind of thing and run it there because it's big, tough and heavy and made to take that thing and it's not gonna hurt that machine. But over time it says it will wear all your machines out.
1: Well something else you could do <clears throat> what I did. Is because I've got four pets at home, mm-hmm. and I've got the comforters, and I've got I've got all that stuff. Is that when my washing machine went out, I just researched one that could wash those things?
2: Well, yeah, you <laughs> I know, mean, look, I just it,
1: that's the washing machine I got. I,
2: I think an easier way to do your bath mat mm-hmm. is take it out on the driveway. Right. With, with a water hose. Uh-huh.
1: What about your power washer?
2: Well, y- yeah, <laughs> that's you, Jeff's use sure. for the power washer. You, you, you can do that. <laughs> T- take a, take a soft brush with with uh, some some detergent, and right. and, 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 and um, do your bath mat j- just like you would do a, a uh, oriental rug. That, that's
0: how we clean oriental rugs. Well, let me tell you, my so, daughter has figured this out. Hey, she's she's got a rug in her room that will get funky, right? Well, what she'll do, she's figuring this out. She takes it to the trampoline. We have a trampoline. Yep. Yeah. Puts it on top of the trampoline. Sure. Oh, yeah. Turns yeah. on the high pressure water hose. Yeah. And you know, of course and the water it just gets, It's perfect. That's yeah. right. I never and, even thought and, of it. It's great. And
2: it can dry right there as well. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's so. like
1: having a instead of a trampoline, it's just the dryer for hey, the,
2: yeah, that. Yeah, could, that could be that could be her next um, um, career move. Business, right. yeah, yeah they're, cleaning they're, rugs on the trampoline, cleaning rugs. <laughs> yeah,
1: all the heavy stuff that can't go in the water. And there you
0: go.
2: There you go.
0: All right. Hey, oh, we got an email here. I want to get to real quick. Okay, greetings. I love your show. Always so informative. This, is, this may be for us. I would like to create a rock garden in the front of my home, but I need some stones that are heavy enough to withstand a blower to remove pine straw without moving the rocks live that i didn't live that dream before Uh, we have seven pine trees in the front yard so it will be necessary to use the blower often where do i find decorative yet functional rocks thank you for your help uh, help, La Melody, River Rock, Arkansas.
1: Yeah, Arkansas. <laughs> Arkansas.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, no, there, there's yeah, all kinds no, of places right. in town that you can get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, if you kinds. go, if you go by, there's a. Um, and sometimes, sometimes, some of the landscape places will have them. Uh, and sure. what I mean by you know the the, the plant places and that kind of thing. That's right. But but you'll also find I've seen a few of these where where there are there are places in 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 many towns around. I'm not sure where you were. Uh, sending from here, but in many towns around, it's just it's it it's just quarried stones and 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 and. I mean, there's a couple of places around and, Jackson.
2: The, uh, if if you put a five pound stone down there, uh huh, you won't be able to pick up the blower that can blow that five pound. <laughs> That's stone. Yeah. true. That's true. <laughs> I promise you. I agree.
0: So, well, let me ask you this. Let's say okay. Let's say this this person, uh, the melody wants. Let's say enough to fill up an f-150 right uh, right enough to fill up a the back of a regular truck so of rocks what does that cost me i've never done that before well let's see we
2: are purchasing uh limestone and it just went up for right. temporary driveways i think we're and I think it's 14 tons, and there it's about $700.
0: For 14 uh, tons of uh, rock? I, I think,
2: but
1: that's a driveway. You won't need nearly that much. Well,
2: hmm. well it's not really a driveway. It's a, it's a temp entrance right, into yeah. our—and and right, you won't need that much. But that's not really what she needs. No, she's looking no. at a bigger, she more decorative some, rock. She needs some 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 river rock.
0: Right.
4: Yeah.
1: yeah. And you can go—because I've actually purchased some. You can go, and the way that they package this is that it's on a very heavy-duty pallet,
3: Mm -hmm.
1: and then there's chicken wire around it. I've seen that. Yeah, I've seen that. And the rocks are so high and so wide, and that's what you're purchasing, and they will price that out for you. Okay. And I can think of several places off the top of my head around Jackson. I'm not going to mention them because it may be different for her. Right. But you can basically Google landscape rock. Okay. And that's going to come up now. Be very careful. <laughs> I think I've told the story on here before about how that's loaded, and you you talk about an F one hundred and fifty. You better have uh, some suspension on right, the truck. Right?
0: Yeah. I'll, you I'll say you put those
1: rock in the back of something it's not supposed to be in. You're going to blow some tires out.
0: <laughs> right. Um, and it's interesting. I know that that your your bigger national uh box home stores typically don't have that sort of thing however there are some independents around the state and i know that i go to uh one in central mississippi regularly that n- does have that sort of material oh, yeah. Yeah. um you know i call it, and my i call it the big green store but it's it's one of my favorites because it carries the bigger material and you can buy you know, giant bales of sand or whatever it is that you need. You know.
1: I would look at having it delivered. If you're going to get a lot uh-huh. and I've done that quite often mm-hmm. and I just have them bring it to the house. And, and do they I just dump it, it on there. the front
0: lawn?
1: No, you can. If you'll meet them there, they'll put mm-hmm. it where you want it to be. Okay. I mean, I've, I usually have mine put at the end of the driveway, so I can—I've brought my Polaris home, my little EV, and it's got a little dump truck on the back of it. I'm getting ready to do some of that myself, so right. I just back it up to that and put what I want on there and then take it to the part of the yard where I want it.
0: Huh. All right. Well, cool. That's a, that's a good answer for uh La Melody. Very cool. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or, of course, you can send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Let's keep going to an email here. My bathroom sink gurgles when the uh, tub drains, and the tub will gurgle when the sink drains. The drain pipes meet in a Y under the house near the toilet drain. There's a four inch vent pipe. Is there anything I can do to fix the gurgle? Thank you.
1: Is the vent clogged? That's what I was thinking, yeah. the vent.
0: Sure, know, what it sounds like.
1: It sounds like it's a venting problem. Really? Yeah. That probably, and what folks don't understand, and I, my buddy up in Canada had this problem, he had these pesky little squirrels that would drop pine cones down his vents. Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: wow. No yeah. way. Yeah. And so,
1: and he found out because the toilet was gurgling. That's right. Right. Really? Mm-hmm. So a plumber's going to have to maybe get up there and look down in it and see what's going well, on. Let, let and me, let see, me here, see.
2: Here's the, here's the way to think of a vent. If that vent was not connected, uh-huh. that sink is not going to drain.
0: Oh, it's, sure. it's, okay. Got, yeah.
2: It's got to almost burp like a baby. Mm-hmm. It, it's right. got to... It's it, that it's got yeah, a vent,
0: right? It's so, that
1: seventh grade the the science vent, thing yeah, where the you
2: turn a cup up very, upside down. Is,
0: is very important. Well, yeah. let me ask: is, it's, uh, is, since he has uh, what is apparently at least a cross space, he's he's in a he, he's on a conventional because he says right. pipe meets in the Y under the toilet. Is this something that he could look to clean out? It's it's not under the house. The
2: problem is the vent. Uh-huh. Um, which is going to come out the top of the house?
0: So it would take a, a, a plumber to get to that, or you yeah, know, we we never suggest you get up on a roof to do anything.
1: Yeah, and that would be that's roof work okay, there to get okay. up there and kind of make sure that that's okay. Another thing you can do, and I know this is going to sound crazy, but you could try to take if you've got a clog in that drain that's right at the vent, right then that could be causing it as well. So okay. you could try snaking your drains at your sink and at your toilet. What was it, the toilet or the tub? The, the tub. tub, I think. Yeah, try yeah, snaking those drains. You can also take really, really, to boil you some water. Right. <laughs> Several pots of water <laughs> and pour your Get water. Some <laughs> Get some rags. Yeah. And pour. No, we're not. We're not birthing a baby. Right. <laughs> so we're gonna. We're gonna clean those pipes. And you can take that boiling water, pour it down the drain. Follow it with a little bit of Dawn detergent. Mm-hmm. Pour more water down there, and it'll flush. I Actually, do this in my house every six months. I know I'm weird, yes. but it just keeps everything cleaned out in there. Because if you've ever seen. A scope of a drain?
0: No, no, that's, no. It's
1: gross. (laughs) I prefer not, you know? Yeah, I was looking at one the other day for a friend of mine, and it's just disgusting.
0: I have the same feelings of that as some medical procedures. Mike is in Cleveland, (laughs) and he wants to talk about siding. Mike, what's going on, man?
4: Well, I've got a small house that um, has siding, that is best at siding on three sides. It's an older house of late 60s and i it just getting a little ratty about now and i wondered what i could do
2: what what are you wanting to do are you wanting want to, to remove it, it you wanting to
4: well i understand there's a problem because it's that asbestos siding right so i'd like to do it with a minimal of effort if i can
0: well you um, i know there's lots of different ways to tackle this um and you'll see probably the cheapest way that I've seen uh, the cheap way is is to not bother with your siding that's on there currently and go over it with a different type of siding.
1: Yeah, aesthetically, okay. you could do that. Yeah. Um, you could clean it really. I mean, asbestos is solid. So that's you can take a power washer at your asbestos and clean it off really good and put in a really good viscosity paint, mm-hmm. that uh, a thick, thick paint yeah. on the outside of it. If you come in with a siding on the outside, mm-hmm. I'm going to strongly recommend that you do your education on flashing around windows mm-hmm. and roof penetrations because the biggest problem I see with retrofit on siding is mm-hmm. that it's not flashed right.
0: Correct. Interesting. Okay. Uh-huh. And
1: and,
4: then, and I was I wasn't comfortable with uh, you know, putting siding on top because just not seem right to use that old stuff and put something new right, on it. Right.
2: Yeah, I would rather not do that. Now, we've done some uh asbestos removal and there are some procedures and they're not um extremely difficult to follow
0: well and they're a lot if, easier to follow now that we've all been through the pandemic if, uh, because a lot right. of them are Everybody's the same got the PPE. If, <laughs> if, you're, if, if
2: you're going to remove this mike you're going to want to take a water hose and you're going to want to keep the siding wet that way it keeps your as asbestos dust uh, to a to a minimal
3: oh, yeah. So, yeah the dust is the yeah, evil
2: that, that's right so yeah. so wet it down make sure you have your proper ppe and then to dispose of that is your next issue
3: mm-hmm.
2: it, it's got to be encapsulated your uh, sanitary landfill will tell you exactly how you can dispose of it
4: yeah that sounds like a kind of a Little more than I'd rather get into. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's it's a a lot. It can be involved, but but again, it can be done.
0: Sounds like your your middle ground here may be what Pam recommended, which is clean it really good and paint it and paint it. Yeah, Yeah. because it'll last forever. Yeah, I
4: think that's good. (laughs) Yeah, is the only sensible one in the crowd today <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's okay. why
0: she's here yeah. Right. yeah
4: I'm the cheap one <laughs> oh, well that, that's what I was trying to say yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> alright appreciate it Mike okay top viscosity paint would be the best thing right
1: yeah I get to the paint store and I'd, I wouldn't go to a big box I'd go to a Paint store yes. and get yeah, some.
4: Up. We got a share with William. There you go. There go, you go in
1: there and talk to them about what you're. And, and then also talk to them about cleaning and what you're going to need to do to make sure. Because the biggest mistake I see people make on exterior paint is that they just don't prepare the surface very well.
4: Right. Yeah, you guys sing that song every time. I know that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, because, well, it's a very valuable song because the worst thing to do is spend big money on great paint and paint over algae and mold. Yeah. It's the worst it's come, thing you can it's do. It's coming off.
4: That'd be dumb, folks. Yeah.
0: All right. Thanks a lot, Mike. We appreciate it.
4: appreciate y'all.
0: Yes, sir. All right, we're going to keep going real quick. And uh, Mikey's on the line at Mobile and says she's got an idea about cleaning rugs without blowing up your uh, washing machine. What's up, Mikey?
5: Uh, well, but first I want to say this, as usual. I mean, you guys amaze me with some of the programs, and this is one of the most amazing that I can use for my particular little life okay. here. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, yes, the limestone uh, things. Um, uh, just knowing something about the cost, you know, ballpark of that, uh-huh. and and the asbestos things, um, uh, which I can use for my sister's property. Um, Good deal. Anyway, my my two tips are um, uh, for the rug things. Um, and this came from I come from a long line of um, low tech queens. Okay,
3: mm-hmm. my
5: grandma my grandmother taught us early. Take a plunger type, uh, you know, a plunger. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have to be expensive. It can be a very inexpensive one, mm-hmm. a five gallon bucket. Put the the thing in the gallon, you know, in that bucket. And, um, plunge away, like, you know,
0: old school washing machine. Mm -hmm. Old
5: school washing machine. But then, what I've discovered recently is, um, uh, the, uh, you know, the, the, uh, shepherd's hook type, um, gardening stuff that you have. Yeah. Um, put, put the ones at the right height that you want and use them in conjunction with rubber coated, T V s you know, along the sides, you know, as railing. Mm -hmm. Um, And they hook on easily. They move very easily, even for people with um, upper body strength challenges like me. And um, you can adapt them for drying those sorts of things. And for always, you can bend them so that they also protect things during the cold weather.
0: That's very cool. Mikey, do you have, have you made one of these? Do you own one of these? One of what? What you just described to us. The stand that you just described.
5: I own own, own five or six.
0: Okay, you've got to take a picture of this and send it to us so we can get a good a uh, visual to put out there for everybody to see what this thing looks like.
5: I'll work on it because I'm working on the technological stuff and I will be listening to your show uh, uh, following shows, you
1: know. Right, Everyday Tech coming up. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. You know, Thanks, Mikey. I thought Mikey was going to say, uh, you know, cleaning your rug is a good anger management
0: tool as well. That's true. <laughs> if you the hang it up outside. hanging on a tree kind of thing. And just yeah.
1: wail it to death.
0: <laughs> All right, it's time for another break and. uh, We're still looking to hear from you about your home improvement projects. If you want to join today's show, give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464 or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back You're listening to Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein, here with Pam Pivas, you Certified Inspector to Inspect It Like a Girl, and Licensed Contractor Jeff Sammons from HouseWorks. And you can join the conversation this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fix it 101 at mpbonline.org like this person okay we've had a, a, a similar question to this before and i think just because we live in mississippi this is going to happen to a lot of folks uh hi some of the mortar has come out between bricks on my front porch we've had a question very much like this before because um, it
1: happens all the time. because it, it happens
0: all the time, yeah. <laughs> How do I fill in the areas without tearing out all the bricks and redoing the steps? It's like, well, we had this one like three weeks ago. Um.
1: Well, I the problem like, is that we think that putting brick on a horizontal surface is a good idea.
0: <laughs> well, and a lot of southern homes have brick stairs, you know. There, oh, I know. So There's many southern homes.
1: It's such a bad idea. Right. Because uh, what happens is that the water gets down in there because... Mortar is porous, and it just goes down, and there. Right, yeah. and, and
2: then it freezes, and then it pops the brick. And yeah. Right, it's
1: like a pothole in your steps. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, on our roads, the water but, gets down underneath there, and then
2: it, it's it's not it's not difficult. No. It's, it's a it's a it's 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 user friendly. It, it's homeowner user friendly to fix that.
0: It is, it is, and you know what? Uh, believe it or not, believe it or not, even though it may scare you, you can get actual mortar. That goes in there. Oh yeah, and you can just Absolutely. put more mortar
2: in. Mix sand, mortar, and
0: water, right. and and you have your formula
2: that you need to go in between those
0: steps. Right, and um, and you you can do that. It's it's not um, as as Pam has mentioned uh, on the show. Um, Anytime you work with any sort of concrete-like substance, you're working with chemistry. So do what you're supposed to do. How yeah, you're supposed the to do.
1: label on, you know, on that, so and I think if I'm not mistaken, and we may have a listener that can correct me on this, I think now you can go into the big box store over to where the contractors division mm-hmm, is. Sure, and can. that's where all those products are.
2: You, you can go there. You can go to any brickyard. Yes, yes. And, yes. And, and pick up the color that you need. Right. If you will take them a sample of that mortar, they mm-hmm. will tell you what color it is.
1: Yeah, they can match Man, that for you. Yeah, I, I mean, that's amazing.
0: That's fantastic. I don't even know they can do that.
2: There's only a few colors.
0: Right. So. Yeah.
1: Well, and I think now you can buy a bucket that's only half filled.
0: Mm
2: hmm.
1: And it's like add water.
2: Mm hmm. Because if you're oh, doing something small, it may be. I'm, I'm not familiar with that, but that that would
1: yeah. So you don't have to get reasonable. like a big. You don't right. have to work with a yeah, ton of a stuff. Pound bag or yeah, you yeah. can get a little bucket to kind oh, of that fix would be that. Great. And then let me recommend seal it. I mean, every year, sure. just make that part of your. Routine. Magnets. Now, yeah.
0: with uh, – and I'm going to use a brand name here so that everybody can understand what we're talking about. You're talking about like a Thompson's water seal kind of product.
1: Yeah, for, for mortar.
2: Right. They, yeah. they
0: they make a product,
2: and uh-huh. we've, we've talked about this. Yes. Big box stores have it. Uh-huh. It's called Siloxane. It's uh-huh. a great um, um, sealer for masonry products. Uh-huh. Put that on there. Um, they They make one that's not – uh, slippery because remember right. you're, you're you're on your steps, mm-hmm. um, but but it's like Pam said, we are asking that brick to do something it's not designed to do,
0: right? Hold water. Well,
2: we're laying it we're laying on, on a horizontal surface, and then surface. we get mad
1: at it whenever it right. comes apart, and we're like, right. well,
2: because it freezes and busts off, right? Uh-huh. And and those are mainly your your old brick. Uh, because that's what we build those out of, right? Because right? it looks pretty.
1: I got a question I, so. on that product that you mentioned, Jeff. Would that, if I seal that every year, is that going to help with it getting mildewy and yep. slippery? Absolutely,
0: really. Yeah. Yep. So I won't have to like bleach my steps every three well, months. Well, that's
1: the reason your mortar's falling apart because right. you're bleaching your steps.
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Well, it's either that or green steps, you know, and, oh, right. and slippery steps. Well, you know?
1: if you seal your steps, you wouldn't have that problem. Well, no. see,
0: that's, that's why right. we're here. That's, okay. right. that's right. All right, let's go to uh, Corrine in uh, Oxford. has got a dryer issue. What's going on, Corrine?
6: Um, hi. Hi. I've got um, two issues. My dryer has started um, leaking as it turns. Um, and it, it, it sounds like, it, yeah, like, as it turns, um, and it seems like the heavier the load in there, the worse the sound is.
3: Mm-hmm. And I was
6: wondering okay. if you might have any idea about what that might be and how mm-hmm. to got a I
2: have good I, idea I that have a pretty,
0: <laughs> yeah, we got a pretty good idea what that might be, uh, especially you mentioning that it, it happens specifically on heavy loads. Yeah. Is that what you said? Yeah. You know, we just, got, we just got through talking about something kind of like this, that heavy loads will tend to put uh, a lot of stress on basically the bearing that's turning the drum. Um, on and, a
1: circular motion. It gets all cattywampus.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. So, so, and we learned uh, through this thing I was talking about earlier this hour that, that it's got to do with all of us. Uh, washing our, our our big heavy water soaked things like comforters and bath mats and and dog beds and things like that you know yeah um and and uh one of the things that the uh the article writer mentioned is that if you continue to 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 wash these uh, these big load things in your regular residential washer, expect it to to go bad after a few years.
1: Well, and that was talking about the washing machine, and she's asking about her dryer.
0: It's, uh, that's true. The dryer, the, that's dry. the yeah. bearings
2: are just wore out on the on the drum.
1: Yeah, on the dryer. And another thing, um, it could be is Karen, the belt. Your yeah, belt maybe have right. gotten to gotten pulled out too, and it, that can, belt can be replaced. Is it a squeak? Yeah, yeah. It probably okay. goes Rick, Rick. And it's probably, Rick.
2: How, how 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 old is this dryer? Oh
6: gosh.
2: Okay, you you <laughs> said, <laughs> en- Wait a You've said enough. Second, you said enough. It's go, time. Please, Put please it out go, of its go get a new one. It's <laughs> yeah. well, and listen, we you know we 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 kind of joke about this. It, it's dryers are not that expensive. You're probably going to spend more money trying to get this thing fixed, even if we can get parts. Right yeah, now, if parts you can get the yeah, if you deal. can get
1: the part, you know um, what though.
2: And, and I think it's time to r- let that one go to rest and, and get another.
0: Yeah, we've had uh, an appliance guy on here several times, um, and and he always says that when we're talking about these appliances, I know when we were growing up and we bought our Kenmores and and we passed them down through generations. That's, right. that's not what we're buying anymore. And you're looking at about a seven year life cycle for just about well, anything out well,
2: there. Well, on the old. Know it right. used to be let's fix it let's fix it let's, let's fix, fix it. it. Yeah, we've changed. It's not mm-hmm. worth it. We are a disposable country, right? Unfortunately, like it or not, right? Reality is what reality is. Right.
1: But if you wanted to tackle this, you could uh, like I would Google the manufacturer, maybe get on YouTube and look at if other consumers have had the same problem, mm-hmm. and then specifically look at the belt. Because if the belt has gotten stretched, that's a that pretty easy oh, yeah. fix.
0: Let me, yeah, it's, let me ask this. Uh, what brand is it?
6: Oh, gosh. Um, I think it's GE. I can go look Whirlpool. You think
0: it's GE? Because that would be the most wonderful thing it could be, either that or Whirlpool. Uh, because both of those parts, uh, or both of those machines, are um, they're American-made. And uh, so if you're looking at Whirlpool products, that's what you're looking at. If you're looking at, say, a Samsung or LG, Korean-made, uh, I don't know when you'll get the part. Yeah. So.
6: Yeah. It is. They are. It is GE. I just looked.
0: So. Yeah. Well, uh, all of your appliance stores in the world carry GE and Whirlpool parts. So
1: Yeah, okay. research the belt okay. and, and yeah. see if that because that... I've done that on my dryer before, on my grandmother's dryer that was handed down to me from for generations. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then I finally just upgraded because I got tired of fixing everything. Yeah.
6: Yeah. Um, okay, my second question. Um, mm-hmm. I, I hear you guys talking about all the time how that you need to blow out the lint, even if you clean out the lint thing, the lint film every time.
0: Uh-huh.
6: Um, but my washer and dryer in, are in a small area, uh-huh. hard, hard to get to. Right? Is there any way to do it from the outside vent?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. They even make a kit for that.
1: Well, you got to be careful, though. Yeah, you see, can push you, all you
0: that lint. You're going to push everything back into the dryer. <laughs> back
1: into the dryer.
0: Well, and well,
1: that's what I thought, and then I could vacuum it out.
0: It, well, it depends on which way. It's it going in the dryer. When you, you could, when you get this kit, yeah. and, I, and I've used the kit several times, it, when you get this kit, it hooks to what would be like a, a, a drill, right? Okay. okay. And it has several long sticks that you can attach to it, depending on how long your run is. But there's a brush on the end. The brush is not a round brush. The brush is made like a propeller. So the important thing is which way you turn that the, oh, it uh. It could auger its way yes, out. Yes, it can oh, no, auger that's, its I way I
1: hadn't thought about that. Yes.
0: So, so it is an auger. It is an auger. So what you can do is you can put this in from the outside and when it touches that lint, it will pull it towards you. <laughs> okay so, okay. so, so that's so that, awesome. that it, makes sense Yes. Yeah. Yeah. and it works yeah. so much better I've tried it myself these kits are, are 20 bucks at your home stores it's okay. not a big wow. deal y- awesome
2: you know this is the thing I love about Jason he actually goes home and does it and does these things
1: yeah <laughs> that's right yeah. I've got
2: to watch somebody do it yeah.
1: yeah I've never thought about it being an auger that's yeah. right. me neither Uh-oh. just be careful I mean I'll I'll I, all of a sudden today. I'm seeing all this lint oh, flying I mean, no, all over Jason no, no.
0: Now, I will say, you know, it's one of those jobs, it's like like cleaning your drain. It's not one of the happy jobs you get to do. But, you know, I mean, wash your hands and have a good rest of the day, you know. I like it. Yeah, I do too. Uh,
6: It's very important, I know. Oh, it
0: is. Uh, I can tell you, uh, I know that Jeff has said, you know, that was a chunk of his business early on was house fires. Oh, yeah. So, yeah,
1: Well, wow. and, and if you've got a – let me mention this as well. If you have an old dryer, you're going to have a lot of lint. Mm-hmm. That's the yeah. wonderful thing about the new equipment. It uses a minimal amount of water, and then – so yeah. that is allows your fibers to stay put. Right, right. <laughs> but if you use a lot of water, and then you try to dry all of that, you're trying to suck out a lot of moisture, and it will – Literally pull the fibers and the stuff off your clothes right. and that's what causes your dryer vent to get all clogged yeah. up
0: well look yeah. go get one of those little things they don't cost a lot of money as soon as you take it out of the box you'll go oh yeah I got this it's, uh, okay. uh, yeah, it's easy to figure out
6: that sounds great right. thank you guys thanks Corrine alright bye
0: bye bye alright let's go ahead and go to uh, Susan in Meridian she's got a question about that radon gas thing that I mentioned hey Susan
7: I don't have a question. I have a comment. Yes, ma'am. Several years ago, maybe 15 years ago, my mother had the Loma Linda channel from Loma Linda University. She had a satellite. Mm -hmm. And there were two doctors from Loma Linda, and you know they're excellent doctors. Uh And I I had never heard of radon gases until they mentioned it. And they recommended every day raising your window in each room like I guess a fourth of the way, or not half, but just a small amount, and let fresh air in for about 15, 20 minutes.
0: Huh. So 15, 20 minutes of a window open each day.
7: Yeah, in each room.
0: Oh, in each room.
7: So wow. I have done that for years, except I hadn't done it lately with it so cold, but I did even do well, it. Well, that's
0: how it builds up, Susan. You gotta go open your windows.
7: <laughs> you gotta <laughs> But anyway, I just remember that I'd never even heard of radon until they mentioned it.
1: Well, yeah, it's yeah. not a big
0: deal to hear. Mrs. It, it's it's not really a, not. Yeah, it's not something we hear a lot of. But there can be cases around, and hey, if they're giving away free test kits, then, you there, know.
2: there was something, and it's just way back in the mind. A few years ago, it was on the news. I just, I cannot get...
0: About radon? Yeah. Yeah, um, it's, it's you know, some of the stats on radon are really weird. Uh, uh, if it, Check this out. More than... Twenty thousand Americans die of radon-related lung cancer each year. Yeah. Wow! It, it just it, these are stats I just didn't know. Right? But but um, so it's a real thing. Like I said, the gas comes from uranium.
1: Yeah, and there are – I used to go to all these home inspector conferences. It's mm -hmm. been a minute since we've had one. But they actually train home inspectors to do this testing, Mm -hmm. and there are some reload companies that will not let you purchase a home without doing a radon test. test. You know
2: what? You're exactly right. Yeah. Yep. I I remember that. Yeah.
1: And so we have... I've had clients moving in from out of state where the reload company required a radon, and I had to... It's expensive to kind of get into that type of testing, right, right? So I had to refer it out, and now the guy that used to do it has retired. So I don't even know these free tests. It's be like you
0: need to take a class.
1: Well, <laughs> I don't know because it's just we don't <laughs> yeah, need right. it here. Well, know? look,
0: uh, if you're interested in that for your personal home, here was the the, the story we talked about at the beginning of the show: it was the Mississippi State Department of Health is uh, giving away radon test kits while supplies last. And they're doing this in conjunction with Mississippi libraries, so you can get to a public place to get these tests. And they're
1: little, they're like little Petri dishes. That you set out for three days.
0: Really, Mm -hmm. and then you
2: send you mail that off, and then you you
1: mail that off, and they will, you know, it's almost like because we do air sampling because one thing we do have in Mississippi is mold. Right, is we will suck air through a spore trap Uh and then mail that off and get it get a lab to take a look at it. So that's what these tests are doing. I'm wondering if they pay the lab fee on that as well.
0: I don't know. The, yeah. um, it seems like the Department of Health, it says partnering with the library system to offer the free radon home test. Anyway, if you want to try to pick one of these up, let's go ahead and give the uh, locations again. In northern Mississippi, you can pick it up at uh, in uh, Starkville, Oktibaha Public Library in Starkville. You can pick it up at the Elizabeth Jones Public Library in Grenada. In central Mississippi, you can pick them up at the Fannie Lou Hamer Public Library in Jackson. You can get them in Madison County Libraries, Ridgeland, Madison, and Canton. In southern Mississippi, you can pick them up in West Biloxi Library in Biloxi.
1: When are those going to be available,
0: does this, it say? This coming week.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, awesome. so,
0: so, you know, I, I'm assuming that starts Monday, but, yeah, it, it's this coming week. And it's while supplies last, so, you know, get by and get a free one. This, it's a pretty cool program because, it, it, like you said, because it's not something that's on our radar a lot – It might be worth doing a spot check here and there. Well, and if
1: we have a listener that picks one up and goes through the process, give us a call and tell us about that.
0: That would be neat. Very cool. All right. Wow. That was uh, fast. Fix It 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio and is funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show was produced by Mr. Java Chapman. Our call screener today was Liz Gill. For Pam Pibus, Jeff Sammons, and I'm Jason Klein, stay tuned for our Wednesday 10 a.m. program, Everyday Tech with Jay White. And join us next Wednesday at 9 for Fix It 101 only on MPB Think Radio.